0: Well, good morning and welcome to Keeping It 100 with Love. I'm your guy, D-Mac. Hope you guys are all doing well. It is Valentine's Day. It is, uh, love is in the air. Uh, So, brothers, I hope you got the things you said you're gonna get. So, uh, time is up. You, is it. Hey, uh, this is Encouragement Challenge number 20 on Valentine's Day. Also, the Chiefs Parade today. So, I'll be heading my way down to, uh, to celebrate, uh, as best as I can there is supposed to be a wonderful day today temperature temperature wise and it's supposed to be uh, a really good uh, turnout I think they're expecting over a million people there so we'll see we'll, we'll we'll see hey um let's go to Nehemiah uh Nehemiah the fourth chapter and we'll start with verse seven and read down to verse nine it says but when Samballot Tobias, and the Arabs, and the Amorites, and the Ashdodites heard that the repairing of the walls of Jerusalem was going forward, and that the breaches were beginning to be closed, they were very angry. And they all plotted together to come and fight against Jerusalem and to cause confusion in it. Verse 9, And we prayed to our God and set a guard as a protection against them day and night. So the context of, of this is um, Nehemiah, who is a cupbearer, is um, given a charge, he sees the, the flight of his people, and he wants to go rebuild the walls. He was granted permission to do that. And going forward to rebuild the walls, he began to face opposition. So if you read Nehemiah, you can go back, you'll be able to see, You know why he was downcasted and the king asked him what's going on and he told him and he gave him permission to go rebuild the wall which was really something that uh, since the uh, Jews were in captivity it would have just been unthinkable really to a king to have someone to say hey we're going to allow your walls to be back fortified after we tore them down and the king allowed it Uh, Nehemiah was in a place of position where he could go to the king and the king granted it. And so that's just something that right there in itself is extraordinary. And a lot of times God puts us in positions as well for us to go and make requests, and uh, especially on behalf of uh, God's people and not knowing what the outcome is going to be. Esther did the same thing, right? You go and you make that request, but it was granted. But as he's going to gather the the Jews to build the walls he started to face opposition and I want you to see this because as the Jewish workers rapidly progress naturally to increase uh, and build the walls the threat of the enemy start to increase and they became very angry uh, because the Jews were making progress and so we should never find it strange that when progress is going on there's always gonna be someone somewhere that's not liking what you're doing. And you you think everyone's cheering for you, but they're really not. And you have people that are on the sidelines waiting to try to see how can they disrupt what you're doing. So they decided to be more overt and come up with a corporate strategy. And Sam Ballad and the Samaritans, they were from the North. You have uh, Tobias and Amorites, they're from the East and Geshem. And you had the Arab, they were from the south, and you had the men for Ashdod, it really was a Philistine city, they were from the west. So this plot against them was coming from all directions, and I know sometimes it feels like that, where you just feel like it's coming at you from all ends. Well, I want to encourage you, find it not strange when these things happen. Uh, it happened to folks in the Bible it will happen to you. It is promised uh, to us that things will happen this way. And so uh, knowing Peter, it says, don't find it strange when these things happen, but rejoice. So they're getting it from all ends. And uh, it was their corporate strategy to come in and uh, draw the plan that God had in place for the Jews. But this is what they did. And this is very interesting because they all plotted together. And just sometimes, I don't even think these Uh, These enemies actually even were, even they got along. They didn't get get along with each other. But it's some about when you're trying to do right, the right thing. You see enemies of enemies get together to try to mess up what you got going on. And so they all plot together to come against Jerusalem uh, from every which way. But here's something that even when that happens, verse nine shows up, and this is where I want to encourage you. So if you're feeling that way on your job, remember we were doing some community groups probably a couple months ago and there was somebody in my group uh, talking about uh, when they go to work they just feel like it's, they're they're attack like they're getting called into the meetings by HR they got stuff going on and just feel like I'm fearful of going to work because of this and I remember uh, encouraging this person just saying hey you know don't give them a reason to find anything you stand on your ground you do what you have to do you ask questions um, and and my prayer is that it helped that person and constantly helping that person get through They said so they just felt anxiety. And I know you can feel anxiety when you're trying to do something and someone's trying to come against you. But verse nine is what I encourage uh, this person and what I wanna encourage you. Nehemiah did this, even though we're going through these attacks, verse nine says, and we, not him, and we, we pray to our God and we set a guard as a protection against them day and night. And you want, to, you want to know a good defense against someone who's coming after you, prayer. Uh, find some other people, a we, a we prayer. Uh, uh, individuals that can come alongside and uh, intercede with you and as well as for you. And I, my challenge to you is do you have a we? Um, you should if you're part of a local seminary, but do you have a we that if you're being attacked that you have people that you can go to and say, hey, can we lift this up? I'm feeling this way on the job. I'm feeling this way. Just feel like I'm under attack. And that's my encouragement to you to find some weeds. And brothers, we mentioned this at the the men's breakfast. We have to do a better job of staying connected. We have so many similar um, interests that we all deal with. And there's no shame in any of our games. We need each other. And women, you guys do a wonderful job of staying connected. We're the ones that's more standoffish because the enemy tends to make us think that no one is going through what you're going through, no one understands you, and that's a lie. There is nothing new uh, under the sun that has not already been done, and so we need each other. My encouragement to you, as I close, is that let's make sure it's we, and do not, um, do not get to a point where you feel like. Uh, you can do this by yourself. That's what I want to say. Let's pray. God, thank you for showing us that even in the midst of opposition that we have uh, each other. And most importantly, we have uh, you. Uh, God, this is uh, what we need right now. And I pray for anyone feeling like they're under attack. Whether it's, uh, we know this is a spiritual warfare, so we're always under attack somehow, some way, some fashion. But I pray that uh, we can run to each other. And we can actually lift up our concerns, our cares uh, to you. And it's only because of you that we'll be able to be able to uh, have victory. Thank you for Nehemiah. Thank you for allowing him to stay steadfast and to persevere, even in the midst of attacks coming from every single direction. Uh, The good news is that the wall did get built and the gaps did get closed because of you. God, we're thankful for that. And we ask this all in the name of Christ. Man, you guys take care.